Welcome to day four of the canteen. We're so excited. We got two hilarious people, camp legends, absolute studs joining us today. Kinger, what's up? What up, Rav? I'm very excited once again. Day four. Great to be here. Keep keep it going along. These two people, extremely hilarious, love to bring great vibes to camp, bring very joyous, like comedic vibes. These people are hilarious. So without further ado, please welcome from the waiting room, Mr. David Zucker and Mr. Tyler Kula. Here we go. Yo, what up, boys? <laughs> Whoa, gentlemen. What's up? What's up, Kula? How are we oh, doing? Wow, Zucker, you look great. <laughs> Zucker, where you at? <laughs> How you doing, boys? Good. How about yourself? Good. It says Uncle Howie up there. It doesn't say my name. That's so weird. <laughs> Is there a reasoning, man? Oh, Zucker! I love the background. I love the background. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, it's my Zoom Bloom background. I wow. Love it. Wow. Uh, I love that. So much. My video. Great way to start, honestly. Great, great way to start. I knew I knew you had something planned. Like with that, you're muted and, <laughs> and quiet for too long. I love it. Yeah, you know, Zoom, I had no idea that they were actually a, a co-owner of the flume itself as well. It's just a great <laughs> opportunity for them to get a whole new segmentation of customers. Why, why hasn't this joke been made yet? How many times are you Zooming with camp people, Kula? I, I just thought I would connect Zoom and Zoom Flume together by now. It's just, what are you going to do? I hope all right, boys. First of all, just want to say, first of all, just want to say, very honored to have you guys on. You guys are both pretty, pretty prominent camp legends, hilarious people, obviously. And we're just, <laughs> we're just going to get started. I'm laughing, Let's jump. I'm just looking at you guys. You guys, you guys are so funny. You guys are so funny. <laughs> we we have some... All right, so like for those of you who don't really know or people who don't really know you, I don't really know how you wouldn't know these people, but just give us a background on yourselves, division, um, some things like what you do now and whatever. Just go ahead. David, you start. I'll interrupt. Go. <laughs> yeah, so I am. So my name's uh, Tyler. Um, <laughs> and I'm from uh, Delray oh, yeah, oh, Beach, yeah. Florida. I went to Florida State where I studied animation. and. You probably know my older brother. He was really good at hockey. And hockey. Um, I don't know. I don't know that much about Kula. My name is David. I am from Chicago. I went to the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana, which probably no one from camp has ever been to other than me. Um, I did this really cool thing where I went to a school in the Big Ten, but literally the only one that no one else from my division went to. So I didn't get to see any of them for four years. That was sweet. Um, and now I work at a tech company doing data analysis. It's riveting stuff. That's, yeah, that sounds exciting. CITs of 2013. Great. Love to hear. Data analysis, kind of interesting, but I, I like it. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got a lot of fun uses, unfortunately, not the ones I use them for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Uncle Howie, also known as Howie Kula, you want to <laughs> go ahead? <laughs> sure. Wait, by, by the way, before we start, is, is there a yeah. reasoning behind the name or is it uh No, none. Just just thought it was a funny name. Yeah, no, I mean, it's great. It's great. No, I'm kidding. He, he was some old guy that went to camp. Zucker, could, could you 
Could you describe Wait, Uncle Howie for us? Yeah, I think he's coming up on the next episode with Vader. <laughs> he was like this old man who no one really knew. It was kind of like a Jimmy, but without like a purpose. Like Jimmy, you're like, oh, oh yeah, he oh, runs the canteen. I know who Uncle Howie is. He's, yeah. he's the older guy the, in the canteen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he wait. I, I know like exactly this who one you're song. talking about. We know him. We know exactly who you're talking about. He would cool. sing Remember Red Rubber Ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, no yeah. one knew it. He's like, it's a tradition. It's been going on for 50 years. Everyone's like, no one knows what you're talking about, old man. No one. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, though. But I think as the years went on, you're like, who was Uncle Howie? It, was just, <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, it just kind of turned into that. Um. But yeah, I, uh, I grew up in Long Island, and then I moved to Florida when I was around eight years old. <laughs> uh, and I went to Florida State, studied film and art, and now I understand things more than most people. I have a higher IQ than most people now. Um, and now I do motion graphic design in Long Island City, New York. So that's fun. That's great. Yeah. So it seems like you guys are doing pretty well. Uh, yeah we're crushing it uh <laughs> <laughs> definitely doing pretty well for yourself proud of you boys definitely oh thanks you in the real world oh yeah all right rab you want to uh you want to kick it off um rab i love that nickname it just rings r- rings a bell of an you old friend who thought of that nickname <laughs> like the first person to think of that nickname mm. um pete linderman <laughs> wow <laughs> he like, he's a nickname like, machine we were doing like uh, we're doing basketball <laughs> drills, and like he was like, "Go to the block, Rab." I'm like, "Rab, bet, let's do it." <laughs> Peter. So, first question, like, what was? I know your division was a pretty tight knit group. I would say, right? You guys, you guys were pretty friendly. Oh yeah. Good. Some personalities. What like funny stuff, unique things you guys brought to the table in your division? Any good stories? Zucker, you have the journal. Well, speaking of Rab, uh, we oh, actually boy. did have a, and you know we'll use his name because the odds that he ever hears about this are awesome. very minimal. But he he came to our division a subby year, and honestly, like we didn't have much collective unity until this kid came along. And as you all know, nothing brings a bunk together quite like the mutual hatred of just one kid who sucks. Mm. So this kid Rab, we all just kind of rallied around really hating him. And I would say sub a year, like not it extended to people so far older than us. Like I remember Big Giacobi once peed on his hat just because we told him we all didn't like him, and it was like, yeah, this kid sucks. Well, I, I mean, okay, okay so j- j- just so it doesn't sound like we're just complete assholes, he was he, he pretty much got off on the wrong foot with just about every single person he bumped into. So it it, it started off pretty much like that. But, you know, to Zucker's point, we, we became a wonderful division. <laughs> and, and we were honestly all, like, really – me and Kulo were two of the more reserved and quiet, more observatory kids for a while just because there were so many people who were always up to, up to no good and just doing pranks and getting kicked out. I mean, we famously had so many kids get kicked out in our division. <laughs> we never had a group leader return other than once. Our sophomore and inter year, we had Floyd and Galamedi. But other than that, we had a new group leader like every single year. And guys who didn't just like bounce around like a zitner, like they just left camp. So we were mostly known as just being horrible. We were we were horrid. (laughs) (laughs) But not us specifically. Like we were liked because we had older brothers. So everyone's like, oh, if you have an older brother at camp, you just are for some reason 
given access that they, no one else they is, didn't but. they didn't like us they liked our older brothers yeah with, <laughs> you know so that was always good yeah i mean yeah. you guys definitely had some characters I, I mean like i think i think you guys are very well known on camp regardless if your older brothers went there or not you guys are still very famous around camp and i think it's great you guys and um even though you said like you're kind of reserved didn't really seem like it overall. Um, I, I want to talk about some things that happened CIT year in the playhouse and things. You guys had a lot of chants going on. I want to <laughs> hear about some of the, some of the chants and the meanings behind them and why, like, why do that? <laughs> if you remember any of that. Yeah. I mean, Zuck, you got any off the top of the dome? I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean the you want really to come. Yeah. The ostrich is what I immediately think of. Oh <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you, did you guys start that? That was choppy. Our counselor. So, yeah, that actually started between me, Choppy. I don't remember who else was outside, but it was outside the Super Bunk. I had a bag of Doritos in my hand. And Choppy is just probably like 20 feet in front of me. And he just starts doing this. And he just keeps going closer and closer. And then I just fed him a Dorito like multiple times. Mm -hmm. And I don't, know, I don't know how the ostrich chant like came to be. But that was his first like ostrich performance. Well, it was kind of like the give us a wave thing. You'd be like, ah, it's funny to see if like we can get Wally to give us a wave. But yeah. it's like, oh wait, it's actually way funnier to see if Wally will do an impression of an ostrich. So then we just right. started doing it at all the full camp events. And I think one time as a JC, I got Sheila to do it. And that was <laughs> honestly like as exciting as winning Sing. It was like, oh my God, I got Sheila to pretend to be an ostrich. Mm -hmm. This is this is going on the resume. It's, so. it's amazing to see how far it worked up. That, that's like, the one that immediately comes to mind. We also had this hilarious counselor named Connor Dolgan who just brought all the chants from his camp. I don't know where he went, somewhere close by. Uh, Kula, you might know, but he would just give us all these chants about mayonnaise. <laughs> and I remember CIT year, we had probably a dozen different chants that were like spinoffs of the normal ones, but repurposed to be focused around mayonnaise. I don't really know why. Yeah, no, like th there was one guy at his camp that he went to back in the day that would just scream mayonnaise like over and over in like different ways, like mayonnaise and like at basketball games. And it just and people would get hyped. It's like, yeah, mayonnaise, this is sick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, naturally, we had to take that and absolutely ruin it. So, yeah, that was mayonnaise. Yeah. Your pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I, consider, I consider Lance more of a friend than a, than a pet, you know, for starters. Uh, where to begin with that? Ooh, I, didn't, I didn't think we'd be getting to this so early. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, so it, 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 it wasn't like your average, it wasn't like your average pet rock. This was like a 15 pound like rock. This was like something you had to carry with. This is a boulder. This is a boulder. <laughs> yes, this is a, this is like a, a mini boulder. This wasn't like a rock. Um, wow. So yeah, I, I picked it out uh, from the back of the senior bunk one day. And I didn't have a name for it or anything. I just remember Druckmann, actually, Jake Druckmann, shout out. He actually drew the face on the, <laughs> on the rock. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. This rock's name is Lance. Oh, am I allowed to curse on here? Is, is this a... Is this a is... Rab, we can't hear you, but yeah, it should be fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heck yeah, guys. Uh, Dude, this rock was freaking awesome. 
Yeah, no, Druckmann and I, we named it Lance. And yeah, from there, he just became like a, a camp favorite, an icon. We, I brought it with me everywhere. You know, Schmatty even became aware of Lance. And I think it, it might it might have made its way to like Kenny and Ricky, who knows. But yeah, we would chant, you know, we would chant with it, carry it around everywhere. We, we went to the pool with it. Um, oh, I, I even showered with it once. And I left it in the shower, a 15-pound boulder in the shower, and one of our counselors was waiting outside the shower for about like 15 minutes, thinking there was a kid in there. <laughs> and then he finally like whipped the curtain back. It was a siding, right? Yep. He just sees soap on a boulder, <laughs> a soap covered boulder. And I've never seen someone more infuriated in my life. I forgot I left it in there to be honest, but. Well, I mean, he, he's a, he's a man of, you know, a lot of virtues and, Cleansing is one of them. So with my answer, like, you can't you can't really rush him. No, and I'd like to think that that was the reason why Sidon didn't come back <laughs> the year after. <laughs> that was his final straw. You know, Sidon was Sidon was there CIT summer, Super summer. We had him for like three or four years. I think like Subby through Super. Yeah, so yeah. that was like twenty, like two thousand nine to twelve range. What about um? What about Dirty Mike? What do you got on him? So dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um i know as of recently he cut out the mountain dew i don't you know that, that's that's huge he's been such a mountain dew guy for so long that's like his staple um i don't know when i think of dirty mike i i imagine him sleeping in the back uh, in the back bunk of cit uh you know i'm talking about the dog pound as we called it he, just, he would just be asleep on the couch like 24 7 and that's like that's what i think about when I think of Siebert, he was such a loving guy and he, he was he, so he, dirty. He was very dirty, but he loved, I think even if the other guys hadn't came out, like right then, like we probably still would have called him that. It was just so fitting. Yeah. He was, he was such a happy go lucky guy that De definitely, uh, a, a, an excellent addition to the final years at camp for sure. Very dirty. Yeah. During lineup, it was like Mike, 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 dirty, Mike, Mike, dirty. dirty. Yeah, and none of us were there. <laughs> That's a weird part. Is like all these like little kids are like dirty Mike, dirty Mike, and like we would hear about it at breakfast. Like, yeah, we slept through it. <laughs> we're not gonna wake up early to watch this guy tell them that like the Yankees lost by two. Like, we don't care. I know. I only I only cared oh, if the man. Pirates lost or not. <laughs> Carberry, dirty Mike. They list off like. Like Cardinals versus uh, Rockies, like I don't care. I don't care who won. <laughs> it was. It, I only listened when uh, Alan Strasser. I don't know if you were there for Alan Strasser. Yeah. I'd only care when he was listing them off. And specifically when he was talking about the Alan Strasser Dave Schweig decathlon. That might be before <laughs> your guys' time, but bit of, yeah. bit of CP history is that Alan. Do you, you guys know who both those guys are, right? Yeah. So basically, like, they would have this decathlon, and no one knows if they actually played the games, but, like, in the middle of, like, Yanks 4, Cardinals 2, like, Alan Strash would be like, <laughs> and in the Dave Schweig decathlon, I won in ping pong last night, 21 to 8. And, like, all the little kids are like, yeah. But they, like, had it for, like, 10 days. Yeah, I, and I, I thought it was a joke for about half of it, and then I actually saw them. Like, I witnessed them playing ping pong one day. It was <laughs> unbelievable. I think they had a watermelon eating contest. <laughs> but definitely an underrated event. When when was that? Like, was that like towards your earlier years, or was that like CIT? Year? That was I think I, oh, all right. Wait, oh. early, later. 
come on, David. Stay separated, <laughs> you two. <laughs> um, I, I, I actually have no idea. It could have been like everything from like 07 to 2012. It's just one big blur of <laughs> of memories at this point. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, no, I, I feel you completely. So like you were talking about before how like you had you didn't really have like a solid group leader like throughout your time at camp. It would be come and go, one and done, like one hit wonder type of thing. Um so like talk about like incoming counselors that you guys had. Like who are some of your JCs over the year? Like who do you connect with and talk talk about those guys a little bit? Um I think my my favorite childhood uh counselor was Alex Figliola. I think Big. Fig, he was just an absolute madman. Um, he he was a hockey specialist, so we didn't see him too often. But when we did, which was usually towards nighttime, just shit always went down. I think we were around like eleven or twelve years old, but it was just always just a shit show in the bunk. And he was he wonderfully encouraged it, which is why you know we loved him for sure. And, and another I, thing I is like who- we didn't have that many JCs. Like we really. I remember when I was a counselor, I had like four former campers in my bunk. And I was like, I think we had four JCs like total in our time as campers. Yeah. I, I can only think of a few, but yeah, the, J, the JC, they, and they all felt so much older. Yeah. Right? But, and then and, when you're a JC, you're like, how am I the same age as those dudes? And they were responsible for like a nightmare <laughs> yeah. division of 40 kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's kind for, of the same for me. Situation. Like, Oh no! Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> all right, wait. What me? You, you, all right. Um. <laughs> yeah, me and me and Rabbi were actually JCs last year. Well, 2019, because fortunately COVID had to cancel the summer. But um, we had the Inter Boys. Um, was a great time, by the way. And to to just like have like this new group of kids to finally take care of instead of all the spotlight being on yourself it was kind of kind of eye opening and like definitely enjoyed it a lot. And I can. The late night bunks sometimes were a little little out of control, but that's what made it fun. I think I think that was a good point that you guys made. It's just always fun in the bunks, like late at night. And I think that's part of why our JC summer was so special. Like those late night, even like dealing with the kids was what made it what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever have like a flu going around? Those are the days. We did we did have a stomach bug. We did have the stomach bug. We did have a, some sort of a plague running through our division. Every night, like a kid or two would wake up. Like you would I, I never got woken up during the night. I took someone before we, like, the kids went to sleep. But, like, every night you'd wake up and you would know there'd be, like, a report, like, oh, this kid went to the infirmary at, like, 4 in the morning. Like, like you knew something was coming when you were waking up. You couldn't go to sleep without – you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. one, one, by, one by one, kids started to eat the dust, and it was just – it was just this reoccurring cycle every night, two to three to the infirmary, and soon there was 15 kids from our division in the infirmary with stomach bug. So it was, it was – very unfortunate, but obviously it made it's, it's a part. Of, it. It's a part of Cam. Exactly. I mean, oh, yeah. just, it's terrible. The way it is. You know the bug is <laughs> is inevitably going to go around. Knock on wood, it it doesn't. But, it, was, um, it was. Yeah, that was my my camp. Uh, yeah, my my camper advocate got it. He slept right next to me. <laughs> um, yeah, he was like six or seven years old. I had the Braves JC here. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I knew he, he like looked at me like two in the morning, like, cool, I'm not feeling well. And I, I literally picked him up. Like I literally carried him with one hand, just brought him outside and just, he just started yakking all over the porch. Like I knew it was coming. And then wouldn't you know it a day later I was yakking, but 
I love I loved being a Braves counselor. I didn't think I would, but oh my god. I, I think I think Schmatty purposely put me with the Braves to torture me because I was such I feel like being such a smart ass during my like um counselor interview, like to him, Gino, and whoever else was there. I was just I feel like I was being like such a douche the Why? entire time. Why? What were time. you saying? I, I I could not tell you what I was saying, but I was just being Tyler Kula for about 15 minutes. When That'll I, do you know, it. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I ended up loving it. I couldn't tell you why. I just got a great group of kids. So, I mean, and Kerry probably- Shukat made it a lot easier on all of us since Max, Max Shukat was in my uh, group. She was the mm-hmm. camp mom. Yeah, you must have been a great counselor because I, I could definitely see you uh, doing a great job with kids. Like little, no, specifically little kids. I feel like you would be great with entertaining them, caring for them. Yeah, I love little, little kids. I, I love little kids. Quote me on that. Headline. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, that's gonna be like that's gonna be like the title of the video like we posted. It's gonna be like, Kula loves little kids. Please do. day four. Kula loves little kids. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some counselors, by the way, that came to mind who didn't return, I just want to give a shout out. Brandon Sneed, he was a basketball specialist for like three or four years. And this dude was a legend. Like, honestly, as an inter, would let me sneak up into there. Sneed used to up. just be like above the office where you probably now go as a counselor to like go on the computers. Like he would let me come in there and we would just check NBA free agency rumors in July. And like I'd get to go break the news in the bunk to everyone. It's like, oh my god, Joe Johnson signed with the Nets, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> you know. So I, I was you, loved you were, him because you he would just give me that. Oh yeah, I was you, were, you were the woes of bunk yeah, you were the woes of Campania. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was. I had some sources. It was it was exciting times. Every time you walked back in the bunk from free play, up oh, woes bomb, another, <laughs> another free agent sign. <laughs> Yeah, Zucker definitely had you. Definitely had like an in with the counselors, you know. I I definitely tried to be like a, a camp, a real counselors camper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you you had the same ones when you're a kid. You just like or when you're a counselor and you have these kids, just like ah, oh, this kid gets it. Like yeah, it was always you. You had to know how to play the game a little bit. Try to get some fritters. Like get a pop tart here and there, some chips. <laughs> So I think we should talk about I think this has to be mentioned, David Zucker and your spectacular uh performance as uh as the leader of the white team in Sing, White Armada. Legendary. Great, great performance. Unfortunately, I couldn't be on the team, but yeah, I watched I was, from the other I was side. There, but I was I was bouncing with you. So can yeah, you like, I was like a, can you give us like a I guess overview, like how anything you want to talk about, just everything and anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's not the direction I thought you were going with that. I thought we were going straight for uh, CB Fiegel right there, but I was thinking the same thing. We're going to get to that later. That was coming later. That was coming later. That's for the after hours part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, so I was actually pretty salty the year before we didn't even win sing and like for the white illusion, it was pretty rock solid. We had some, some effect at the end where we all threw baby powder and made it look like we were all illusionists and disappearing kind of throwing like little little bombs and we actually lost color war so the next year i was like all right come up prepared second the team names were announced i saw armada i was like oh not gonna not do seven nation army and i remember i was pretty (laughs) i was pretty like confident about it and had a very clear vision in my head of how it was going to look like from the minute that the teams were assigned i saw the whole 
experience coming into shape. And I had a lot of difficulty getting them to just let me do it and saying yes to me and just being like, trust me, like I got this. And I, I remember distinctly one girl lieutenant was like, there's no way you can have the boys doing something different from the girls. The boys don't understand the concept of multiple things. And like, I was like, just give me one sing practice. I promise you, Nikki Bergman, it'll be fine. And <laughs> it, it worked. So wow. um, I'm really thrilled with how that worked out. Definitely was quite a spectacle. Watching it from the other side, as soon as the beat, like before you even started saying one word, I was like, oh, we lost. Like, <laughs> well, my original it's thing over. that like, it was probably a good thing they said no to this, but I wanted to have um, a guitar and I wanted to have a kick drum and I wanted to like play the instrument myself and just have like the coming from like an actual kick drum. And they're like, yeah, that's, we don't have access to that and you're crazy. And I was like, okay, fine. And compromised for like the background track with no vocals and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, was probably the best March I would say in Campania history. Yeah. At least, at least I would think. And, Appreciate uh, that. Howie, yeah. So, Harry, what do you think about that best march of all time? Eh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I wish I could have been there live to witness that, but I took off that summer. But you know, once I saw that uploaded to YouTube or maybe Zucker, you probably just sent it to me. Um, I think you, you probably sent me the lyrics like a day or two before, if you even like, you know. So like, I was just amazed already. So, I mean, I think I was more just like, I mean, I was, it was bittersweet. I, I wish I was there to witness that live, but yeah, holy crap. Yeah. Un, 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 unsurprising that Zucker would, you know, not nail that. <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna, yeah, that was, that was electric by the way. Yeah. Just everyone, I, Schmatty was even, I was watching the video and like Schmatty was bobbing his head. Like, as, like people you wouldn't even expect. Like I think team, I saw like Sheila in the back. The, like, the red was, team was, was going jumping. just was as jumping. crazy. Yeah. So, so <laughs> when you get, when you get both teams to get pretty hyped, you know, you did something right. So uh, to touch on what you said before that we were going to get to later, I really want to hear about the CVP experience. That night was also electric and I want to, I want to hear what went into it and, how you prepared that whole, that whole skit for uh, Ms. Pontiac. Um, So it obviously starts with the legend herself. I mean, she really just crushed that subby hits and there's nothing like a bunch of 16 to 20 year old male counselors dancing around the line of, mm, that was really good. But like, are we allowed to say that? But like that was objectively like for as much as you want to compliment my song, I'm grateful. But like that subby hits. I mean, they're gonna make a they're gonna make a thirty for thirty about that one day. That was just seriously <laughs> electrifying. And I, I just knew from that minute because my brother had done Miss Pontiac when he was a JC and he was second place. So I was always like, I kind of want to do it. I feel like it'd be fun. And the second she like had that, that was okay. There's my name, CB Fiegel. and like I'm not gonna not. That's just that's just free free money right there. Got got to take that and just wrote a rap. I think my co-counselor, good friend, Max Nelson helped me conceptualize like the intro. And I remember we had some ridiculous intro that Carberry read as if it was like a hype, you know, NBA announcer. And it was like, her father is JW and her mother is from Livingston, New Jersey, like something ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. We, we ran it back the second year and um, you know, everyone loves a sequel and it was a great experience for uh, most people involved. I think Phoebe loved it. We became friends because of it and she became a part of it the next year. And she was um, Zavid Ducker 
and she joined me and rapped as well. And that was a lot of fun. Wait, Phoebe did Miss Pontiac? She like came on the next year and like rapped with me, but like not, no one like remembers this, I guess. So maybe I, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember it, but (laughs) Uh, yeah, she was, um, she was Zava Ducker and killed it. Like she, like she usually does on the, on that playhouse stage. Yeah, she owns that. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> that's her it's home. Like trip. I don't know. Um, once she retires at the garden, from, you know. <laughs> once she retires from camp, it'll be like the the Phoebe Siegel stage in the in the playhouse. Yeah, she'll have a farewell <laughs> tour. <laughs> it's like, it's like the swap, Coach K court. Um, rompers with everyone after their hits. Like she'll, <laughs> I don't know. She's like waiting outside the playhouse. There's like a mob. She's like signing. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone's like flashlight that they used to walk in for hits. Like <laughs> so signing all. When the divisions were in the back, and like you know, like the, you know, like when they enter, like you know, what I'm talking about, they run down the aisle. Like that's like they're prob- they must be so hyped. Like let's do this. <laughs> Even though like they it's always like, it's do like it game seven. Year. It's game seven in the locker room before game seven. It's, it's go time. You gotta go. Yeah, Whip Phoebe's out those just got like the baby powder. She's like a god. <laughs> Zucker, uh, Zucker, your your dad, your dad was there for that, right? Yeah, because I had a day off the next day, and uh, I was like, "Can I just like leave after this?" Because it was very late, and they were like, "Yeah, sure." And I, I don't know. I think he's still like, "What was that?" <laughs> but I I remember I sat next to your dad. I, I'm pretty sure I hung out with him prior to you going on stage. Shout out to Marky Mark and the Zucky Bunch. Um. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I just came up with that on the sp- – I'm going to write that one down. Give me a second. Dude, you should rap. <laughs> I should rap? Yeah, I've been telling you that. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. Oh, I, do what I, I, I do what I can. <laughs> but, yeah, your dad looked so proud of you to see you as C.B. Fiegel. It was I, – I think it's every father's dream. <laughs> to see their little boy just <laughs> – Show everyone in the audience a bunch of lollipops in the back of their butt. Yeah. Every every father dreams of that day, right? Yeah. I would be proud. They I would be proud of my kid. To, They definitely post that to the uh, Camp Pontiac uh, Vimeo. Like you, you probably could watch it if you wanted to. Uh, Miss Pontiac of twenty. Oh man, 15. I'd be so. But I guarantee, I guarantee you, like everyone else was cut out. It was just like the video titled "CB Fiegel Wins Miss Pontiac," <laughs> and it's just your performance. It's just me and like Terrell. The best part about Terrell is like, that guy skipped like five years and then was still like host of this Pontiac. He's like, if I come back, there is one stipulation that I must have. Like, wow. Shout it was actually Carberry. Carberry was such a good host every year. Yeah, like, he, he was, was amazing. That like honestly, like as a ki- little kid, a sophomore inter, I was like, how did they get this dude who should be hosting the Emmys to just MC all these Camp Pontiac events? It really felt like he was exceptionally good at it. He was next level. And like honestly, like no no shade towards people who are like emceeing now, but like I my opinion, I feel like it's kind of died down a little bit. I know I don't really see that anyone could live up to Carberry. I mean, he's Mark Carberry, but uh, like one of our one of our old counselors was like the MC this year, and it was like kind of weird seeing him on stage because Ooh. like the um he, Gabe he, Tanner. yeah Gabe Tanner, you guys don't know, but uh, oh yeah, I remember I remember everyone was booing him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you were. <laughs> he had like really corny jokes. I don't know why. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, like his, his humor. Like, his humor was corny jokes. Like he, like that was his thing. Like tell bad jokes and have people not laugh at them. Yeah, but like honestly, like Gabe's a great guy. And it's all love from mm-hmm, both, like everyone. But like at the same time, like 
kind of jagged a little bit. It was a couple, couple of jokes too far, but you know, it, it was a good effort. I respect it. But uh, good guy though, great, great. Counselor. Yeah, great, great guy. Love him. He gave us actually a little surprise when we came back JC year. No one knew that he was coming back to Kent. Like, didn't talk to any of us. And we show up for orientation. Boom, like, gave the bump. We're like, Gabe, we're fancy seeing you here. I didn't, I didn't know that you were coming back. And he's like, back. Yeah, what up? And I was like, All right. So <laughs> here we begin <laughs> again. So he's basically the Ryan Chizarek of our division. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think that was the first time I ever said his full name. Because we call him Chizzy. I thought his first name was Chizzy. <laughs> you, you learned something new. But, yeah, that was that was the biggest shock to me. What an amazing addition to have back at camp. He seems so much more lively as a counselor. Um, but, yeah, that, that was amazing. Because I, I took off the year he came back, and then I came back the next year, and I was just like, oh, my God, what is Chizzy doing here? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, it was amazing to have him back. Even though we were in completely separate divisions, it's just good to see people from our division just back. You know. Yeah, we also only had like four people as JCs, and Kula and I were two of them. So, honestly, <laughs> thank God we both won JC of the year. Because I was like, wow, that was really embarrassing if you don't. Um, Who else so went back with second you? Year, go ahead. Who else went back with you? Uh, Aaron Marcus and Aaron Ginsburg. And then our second year, Kula went to do summer school. And we had Apple, Jared Applebaum, Chizzy Chizarek, and Cole Finling all come back and block, Jordan Block. And suddenly it's like, oh, my God, we have a division again. The boys are back, and, yeah. Yeah, the boys are back in town. And 2016, me and Kula were both back and all those guys. And it was like, oh, so this is what a normal division feels like when they're JCs. Yep. And it only took three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have that many. I mean, we didn't have, like, four, but we didn't have, like, our division was 30. We had, like, seven or eight come back. So, like, a decent amount, but, like, it was, it, was, it was good. We became a lot closer and stuff, being that there was only a few of us, but it just dropped off, like, remotely. Like, we were going to go back next semester. And, I mean, not next semester, <laughs> next summer. And there was, there was only, like, three of us going back. So, it was, yeah, like, three or four. It, it was more of a one-and-done kind of thing. So, uh, Are you planning on going back next summer if camp happens? Honestly, like it's a great question. I still have to see what happens with school and everything like that. But um, yeah, I'm undecided. 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 But like, if the chance comes, like I'll probably take it. I'd say that. Justin Kingsley, uh, mentors like Kinger General. (laughs) He he hands you General. (laughs) No, I don't think I don't think he would do that. He calls me like, hey. Hey, Kinger, uh, you want general? He's like, yeah, but you have to come back. You're taking it. <laughs> I'll come back for that week only. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we love camp, though. We love camp. Yeah. Big, big camp people. And like that's I don't know if you guys um, watch our first episode, but that's kind of why we started this whole thing, because me and Rabbi, with some of our other friends, especially CIT year and, and mostly JC year, like we'd have these bunk porch talks every night. Um, talking about different things about camp and uh we created like our own like mini podcast just talking about camp every night like into our voice memo like phone whatever and it was just like for fun we wanted to like actually bring it to the real world and have people who love camp just as much as we do come on the show and talk about their experiences and i think it's basically just come full circle like get everyone um back like bringing back the nostalgic memories of camp and old pontiac and things like that so just gather a sense of community like we talked about so Glad once again you guys came on the show. Of course, happy man. to Thanks be here. Yeah, I think it's awesome what you're doing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 
Um, right. I think final final questions. Um, so let's see. <laughs> what can we say? Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking. I'm not saying you guys were never great athletes, but you guys weren't. I'm saying, did you, like, I'm not, I'm not not to not to be mean at all, but I'm saying like you guys weren't athletic stars. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, that's up for debate. Uh, to most people, I'd I'd like to think no. What 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 I will say is, while what while my athletic abilities um, weren't necessarily on par with a lot of others. Uh, makes up for it with my wonderful personality, which made me uh, a, a decent uh, pick for leagues. I was, I, 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 I wasn't that high up, but you know, I was, I was somewhere in the middle strictly for personality reasons. Cause they knew how much <laughs> I would mess with the other team. Um, yeah. There was, yeah. There was one camper, uh, Teddy, uh, Josh Weinstein. I got under his skin so badly during a basketball game. He literally ran after me and tried to attack me. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm sure I apologize and he apologized to me after, but oh my God, that was like, I would, I, I think I toned it down after that, but yeah, I, I was brought onto a lot of tournaments for that reason alone. Like I was brought onto like the A basketball tournaments to like Greylock. <laughs> um, but Kula was Captain General. He played in the basketball game for a yeah, little bit. You did. I, I was, I was I, and he immediately traveled. I told them not to put me in. <laughs> I told him I don't play basketball at all. Like I would avoid basketball at all costs. Like Wally scared me away from basketball my first year. So I just never wanted to learn basketball, but I will say not to, to not, not to get too far off track, but at a Greylock tournament, uh, there was a time where the game was pretty close. Like we were only up by like five points maybe. And I looked at Dave Ellis, the coach, and I'm just like, sub me in. Sub me in right now, right now, right now. And he wouldn't do it. He's like, cool, sit down, like stop. And I just subbed myself in and it caused like a delay of game. Like it, like, it caused the other team to get the ball. And I, I think we ended up winning and everything was fine. But I think Ellis was about to have a heart attack. But I know it's a story he'll certainly never forget. And he's, he's my coach for life. Shout out to Dave Ellis. That's great. That's so funny. So my my follow up question was, what would you guys pick for clinic? Because I'm guessing you guys didn't go to basketball clinic every day. I'll have you no. know, I went to basketball every day. Really? Oh yeah, big time. Good for you. Really? I I would not have. I I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you are a basketball guy. I loved all the drills. I loved when they would make the whole place like the skills challenge and you got to do like dribbling over here and then you use the thingy that everyone, everyone knows what I'm talking about when I talk about the thingy, but no one knows what it's called. Yeah. The shooting machine. Yeah. yeah gone. The thingy. Yeah. And uh, I, I loved it. I loved the scrimmages at the end, but I'll admit I was not like, you know, I'd make the tournament team, but I would never play. Um, that did remind me, Kula, we did have a guy kind of like Rab before Rab and I, I won't use his name because he's like kind of part of the Pontiac cinematic universe. And he <laughs> once got, um, he once got booed off our bus to like zoom flume or something. Cause he was late for, uh, he had to go get his meds. And when he got back, we all just booed him when he got on the bus. Aww. And this is the same kid who, when we went to like Wani or something for a tournament, we ended the game. We were winning by a lot and we had 69 points. And when you're 12, that's the funniest thing ever. And this kid made a layup with two seconds to give us 71 and we all booed him. <laughs> um, oh, good. So, what a memory. 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, my, that just unlocked my brain when you said the Dave Ellis story. I don't know. <laughs> my, uh, my, my clinic was somewhere between uh, the lake trampoline and tennis. I was always, always caught between those two. I love tennis because I loved messing with the tennis instructors every year. Like it just got better and better for me. Like I, w- I was the kid slamming them to the Fenway. <laughs> Coach Craig. Yeah. <laughs> sending I, them to, uh, to the waterfront like that far. <laughs> oh, I would, do, I would do my best. Yeah. And they would send me to the gazebo and I would chill with whoever was there, like Kristen Watts. You know, she, she loved me. So I would stay with her. Um, there yeah, was a no, guy I, named not Bucky who we called Bucky for like a whole summer. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Oh, yeah. He looked like a Bucky. Uh, <laughs> Matt, I think I, I remember joking um, with Matt Rosen, but he would probably know his name, Matt Rosen. Um, but yeah, he would say, he would say back of the line, sunshine to like every camper was <laughs> up, which was like my favorite thing ever. Um, uh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So were you, were you like a big, big like tennis Tom guy? Did, like, did you, did you like tennis? Oh, yeah. Or you... <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I still don't know if he liked me, um, but my, <laughs> he definitely, he definitely loved uh, my oldest brother, Peter, because he was an actual uh, tennis player. So they got along very well. And I think he assumed like, Hey, like Peter's good at tennis, like Tyler might be. And yeah, he learned a lot that day. <laughs> and yeah, no, I, I, I yeah. I mean, it, I, I was, it was either it was either tennis or the lake for me. Um, yeah, that, that, that's how I like to remember camp. You know, I, I think I tried out every clinic when I was like probably like a sophomore inter, and I hated every single one but lake and tennis. That's just my personal preference, but yeah, it was the most yeah. relaxing. <laughs> yeah, because we were actually talking about it with our counselors, Jordan Gersinger and Max Eichler, yesterday. Or um, whenever it was a couple couple of days ago, yeah, um, about like their their clinic choices and how like we picked clinics and that we were talking about like the clicks within the division. Like people sort of thought that like picking basketball was like cool. Like if like if you picked basketball, oh, yeah. you were you were the man. Like if you, if you yeah. went to basketball clinic, so like so like everyone, yeah. And as the coolest guy in my division, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, obvi- obviously that's why. <laughs> but uh, but like we were talking about like us being counselors and like. There's, there's not, there like obviously is some clicks when you're an inter boy, but like it's not really like an actual click. Like everyone just like has their own couple of friends in the bunk, but like once everyone's together, it's sort of like everyone's together. But um, there'd be probably, we had like 46 kids, or probably like 35 basketball and like yeah. 10 yeah. baseball, fishing, like mix. But like everyone mm-hmm. loved basketball for some reason. I don't know if Dave Ellis put on a show that year or Wally um, came some sort of whatever and we were also talking about the tours like zucker you said before like how they literally set up the, the the nba combine in the palace when uh there are kids running the 40 on the baseline when when, when the tours come in it, it, it's, it's a great event i honestly enjoyed it i've been part of it or it didn't probably didn't sell the camp to many people but i was there we've been I, a part uh, of yeah we would just like throw the throw the ball off of that bungee thing the pass <laughs> back yeah take a, take a far the pitch back yeah like a far jumper and just like rims out. <laughs> I would love if they had those type of things for like other selectives, like at models. You got to go like build like eight different cars really quickly. I mean, you walk I'd be down to watch you, that. You walk in, there's like a life size Ferrari model. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you have two hours. Go. Yeah. You go into you go into cooking and you have like a full on like, like all the job. 
<laughs> Carol's like, these were supposed to be ready 30 minutes ago. We got company coming. Come on, let's go. Gordon, Gordon Ramsey just appears and cooking with in. Carol. <laughs> you walk in and then like uh, cooking with Carol or Karen, like timer starts. She like hits a timer and you're like, you have 60 minutes. <laughs> Monkey bread now, go. I would absolutely be more interested in pretty much every selective if they had that high stakes. Like, I, I would try them. Yeah, hundred percent. I would. I would go to selectives I never even thought I would go to. Like, imagine, imagine arts and crafts. Like, you need to build this, this, this pottery bowl now. Sixty seconds or like whatever it was. Like, you had no idea what pottery was, but you were just told to do it, so you did it, and it just probably turned out as some sort of ball. But um, it it was. I mean, it's the effort that counts. Like that's what I always thought about. We need, we so, need, um, we need high stakes like that. Just it's like week two at camp. Just make him make him like color or uh, color or ability like that. That high stakes. Yeah, like we go, we, yeah, Rab. If we go back, we should sort of like try to implement these things. Like like go to models because one one of our code counselors was actually the models like director, model specialist. So maybe we can go like always yeah. an interesting guy. Hey. <laughs> always they, they do they do have a very interesting background a lot of interesting things to say but in a way just so simple and beautiful but um it's just always just the way always, always an interesting uh specialist that works models usually has glasses usually not yeah and then when you get like college <laughs> age you're like wait a minute what made this guy more qualified than me like i can read instructions <laughs> like at least basketball like yeah they probably played in college but like what did this guy do i don't know <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. sports, I always feel like was different. Like, if you're an arts and crafts specialist, like, like what, like professional background? Like, I don't think Picasso was signing up to be part <laughs> of part of the Campaniac staff. Like, I, so like, if, if if you can paint, like, I I can draw a stick figure. I think that's pretty good. Um, so like, it, I mean, it's it's really all what you put into it. So, I mean, maybe Rabbi, like like I said, we we can go and try to each activity we get our kids to be possibly as electric like possible. Going into every activity with like the you biggest them, attitude. You gotta give them incentives like free canteen. Yo, speaking of arts and crafts, I, I wrote this down earlier. I just found it in my old notes, but I just remembered Joby Mandel got kicked out of lower arts and crafts as a counselor. <laughs> and I just I, I just wanted everyone to be remembered of that. So what for? I, I don't remember. But it had to be something interesting to get kicked out of lower arts and crafts as, <laughs> as a counselor. As a counselor. <laughs> as a counselor. So <laughs> Maybe Joby can uh, shed some light on that at some point. Yeah, when he's on for his uh, Mandel Brothers <laughs> episode, maybe you guys can. <laughs> oh my god! And well, I've always like there was one that was a CI twelve and one that was I'm guessing your your age. Yeah, so Joby yeah. was our age and Brian was a year older. Roby. And like speaking <laughs> about arts and crafts, also like obviously there are two like upper or lower. Like, is there a superior one? Like, how did like like which which one? Like upper. it's the better. Excellent, upper. excellent question. Uh, I'm gonna have yeah, to. I'm gonna have to go with upper. Yeah, that I, that's what I was thinking. I just feel like lower. First of all, I feel like sometimes it's a little bit of a farther walk, so people may not want to go all the way down a, there. A little bit of a farther walk. <laughs> shout out, shout out to, um, shout out to Lori Consker and Robin Bader for holding down Upper Arts and Crafts for many years. They they made upper arts and crafts way more exciting. Even though I wouldn't participate in the beads stuff, that that would like I like the arts part more than I like the crafts part. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, so they just handed me a sheet of paper and I would draw for about an hour. So whenever we had that elective, but yeah, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Robin and Lori Consker. That's it. Wonderful people. That's all. Also, yeah. um, also I think 
uh, Grossinger's Anne Kes- Keslowitz. I think she also – Yeah, ran. Jamie Keslowitz. She would always Keslowitz. judge competitions, and they'd be like, all the way. <laughs> like, she made it. Kula, do you have, like, some sort of – do you remember, like, distinctly, like, some sort of drawing or painting that you've made that just, like, stood out to you? Like, wow, like, I feel like I'm Da Vinci or something like that. <laughs> that – there was definitely a few that I've hung up like above my bed that was just at, like absolute disasters. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you though, just like complete, compl- like I, I remember drawing stuff. I remember making stuff, but I could not tell you anything. Probably just yeah. dumb shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no exciting story there. Wherever your mind was at that day, you just let the, let the pen speak for itself. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's well not said. you. It's 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 not you making the painting. It's the pen, not you. So it's whatever emotions flowed through that pen that created that disaster. And who knows? Could have been hanging in the Louvre one day. I mean, absolutely, still have them. But uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, before before we wrap it up, Zucker, this one's directed at you. Um, a large portion, actually, of people that we're close with um, through camp, our camp friends, kids younger, kids older, have actually discovered your TikTok. And I think it's wonderful. And I think we all think it's wonderful. And I want to know more about that and what, what you do to keep producing content and where you got these ideas from. Because some of the some of the content is spectacular. Yeah. It's great. Tell us, tell I, us, I, dude. I've watched, I've watched all of them when we uh we, 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 we watched most we knew, of them. We, or I saw the TikTok actually. before we uh we texted you, but like well, I just I saw I watched And then once you saw right. that, you're like, we gotta get them. Like on. we need them. We need to get stuff though. Well, first of all, I'm flattered, you know, as an influencer, I think it's really important to oh boy. do things oh like boy. this and <laughs> really show my fans the vulnerable side of me. No, um, it's honestly like it started, <laughs> it started as like, I was bashing it in my, I was, I was writing this mailing list for a lot of, and nothing's cooler and more hip than a mailing list in 2020. I was making like a yeah. column every week and, and messaging the i don't know 200 people that were reading it like hey here's what i'm up to here's what i'm checking out and one of them i just like bashed tiktok and i was like i bet if i just made like 10 videos on this and just posted them like it would do well and i was like here's what i would do and then i tried it and just like reposted a bunch of like minute long clips of myself that i had been posting on my instagram because during quarantine i just got really into music production and making dumb little songs in my room and i just chucked them on there and two or three of them really took off and then Honestly, like whenever I have a funny idea, I'll just write it, record it, get like a good take of it and chuck it on there. And then I'll post it on Reddit and my Instagram and just see like where it does the best and then kind of just observe and evaluate. But I don't really have any like, like I'm a just, job, <laughs> you know? So, it, it, it's so easy for you to do. Like whenever I'd speak to you on the phone about it, you're always just, I, I remember when you were debating like posting stuff or like sending stuff out to people. I'm just like, just do it. Like if, if you just send it out, like it will be fine. Like you, you, you just naturally have it. It was just a matter of you sending shit out. And like, once you did, it just obviously naturally took off, you know? Exactly. So. Yeah. I feel like whatever you like specifically Zucker, I feel like whenever you like would get into something, it would always be a hit. I'm talking about like CB Fiegel, Armada. But you, like, but you, like, it's not just like, same, same with you, Kula. Like, I feel like you guys are, Whenever you, I'm, saying, I'm saying whenever you put your minds towards anything that's like comedic and enter- entertaining, I feel like you guys always hit it, uh, hit it good. And like, oh, and I not- totally write my stuff with like the undercurrent of like, okay, would Kula find this funny? Like, mm, probably not. Oh, that would make him laugh. All right, then it's probably funny. Like, he's definitely someone I use as a litmus test of like, if it's not making the funniest guy I know laugh, like, oh, oh, I'm post I'm it. Flattered. <laughs> I am flattered. 
bless your heart. Flattered. That's all. But yeah, th- those TikToks are phenomenal, and I enjoyed every second I spent watching them. Thanks, I'm probably man. Gonna, yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. I've met some cool people through it. Yeah, it's great to hear. Um, the connections. I mean, I personally haven't made any connections through TikTok because I don't post anything and I just scroll. But uh, I'd be weird if you had. Yeah, I got this friend in Pittsburgh. He's fifty. Did you? Awesome. Did you? Do you know? Do you know Charlie? Uh, what, what is it? Emilio. Yeah. No, Char. No, no, no. It's Charlie Andrusiglio. That's what it is. <laughs> I. Thank you. I, that, that, that was for you, Zuck. <laughs> That was a good one. Thank you. Are, you, are you guys okay? Good. Well, because our our close friend in our division is Jared Andrzejewski, the sister of Marley. Andrzejewski. Oh. So, uh, I mean, the brother of Marley Andrzejewski, and so we're pretty close <laughs> to them. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I mean, we're close to them. Yeah, we love the Demilios. They're great. <laughs> yeah, they're great people. Good, by the good way, good people. Yeah, good music. I they make. Yeah, I mean, I'm great never dancers. really connected. Very, very talented. I've never really met them on a very like connected level. I've just saw their videos, but I'm sure they're fantastic people and just want the best for every one of their followers. All, all, all 105 million of them. I have a question for you guys as we, as we wrap things up. Oh, so, this being the canteen, I got to know one, what is your canteen order? And two, what is your ice cream parlor order? Wow. Ooh. Kingsley, you started. All right. I'll, I'll start it off. Honestly, canteen for me was all instinct and mood like it was never a go-to order it was never a go-to order if jimmy's behind the Good counter answer. and like i ask him like <laughs> like it's just like when i walk in like what do i want like it, it just like it, it's never it's never planned ahead and like when i see jimmy like light bulb goes off and like i just think of something like he's he's behind the canteen he's usually wearing like his yukon shirt like i'm just like all right i know i, I know what i want now like, the wolf man. It'll either it'll either be a it'll either be a water. It'll be a cherry coke. It'll be it, it varies every day. But um, usually like I don't know. I'd go with like pretzels a lot. Um, think those are a great option. I don't know some bakeries sometimes. You know, ch- change it up. I was never a huge ice cream guy to be honest. I don't know if that that like goes against anyone's like thing. I know a lot of people are into like those chocolate eclair bars and stuff like that. I was never never really into that, and I saved my ice cream for the ice cream parlor which uh brings me which you would attack (laughs) the the ice cream parlor honestly also depend on the day like if the pizza was ready and looked good because it's never ready if it was ready ready. maybe one day like (laughs) but which kind of pizza are we talking like this pizza are we talking honestly squares i think right so yeah the last summer was squares they didn't have circles so like when they're like I feel like it's never. I feel like it's one or the other. Like so they they alter summers. I don't know if the, the circle mm. pizza guy like left and then he came back or it was what's Howie. happening. Yeah. <laughs> it was Uncle Howie. Howie. Uncle Howie took all the circle pizzas and didn't bring it back. <laughs> but but for some reason the pizza was never ready. I'd go up to the line. Like I'd wait past like the fifteen junior boys ahead of me, and then I'd get to Sam from golf, and I'd be like, "Hey, like, uh, can I have Sam. a slice of pizza, Sam?" I'd, I'd be like, hey, can I have a slice of pizza? She's like, 30 minutes. I was like, uh, and I just walk right 30 minutes. You, but I, no, it, it'd be like, it, it'd be like, like five minutes, and you're like, I'm not waiting. No, <laughs> it, it you sometimes was like 20 minutes. I'm not even kidding, because they, cause they'd make them in bulk. They wouldn't just give you a slice when it's ready, because that, that's just it. not reasonable. Yeah. They, need a, they need to have everyone at once. So I, never, I like, never went for the pizzas. Never went for them. Really? 
No, I couldn't do it. I was a mo- mozzarella stick or um, with monster. I forgot about Ricky Special. I forgot. Oh, Ricky oh, Special. Give me, give me all day. Ricky special. We we talked about the Ricky Special. I feel like personally, it's one of the most controversial items in the ice cream bar. You either love it or you hate it. You either we, love it or you hate it. We just don't get it because you don't. You never order it. I'm a big fan personally. Yeah, I, I, it depends what slushy there is. Also, like if if there's blue or red, like maybe. But if there's like that green, orange, like yeah, maybe, I, I'm maybe blue or bust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blue blue is the best flavor, I think. It's the alpha flavor of slushy. Mm. But um, I also go with the pretzel sometimes. Those are pretty good. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, Rab, what, what what's your order? Um, so for canteen, I was pretty. I guess I wasn't really that creative. I would get maybe it was either I'd switch off from water cherry coke or yuhu and the you whenever i do the yuhu i would chug that thing and i have a belly full of yuhu just like <laughs> washing around <And> then, <laughs> but no the, I, I, I really like the yuhu and then for my snack it was either i i know i'm not that creative it was fruit snacks and, if it, and i i wish it was all oh, i forgot about the fruit, snack. It was not a fruit snack. The, the kellogg's fruit snacks the mixed mm-hmm. ones and then it was either uh bakeleys oven bakeleys the the yellow ones so that, okay. was, that was my canteen L- little plain but did me well Get, I gets it. the job done gets the get, job get, done. gets the job done would quench my thirst <laughs> uh for ice cream parlor i would definitely i yeah the pizza i was big on the pizza i was well, you're a big pizza guy in general for you I'm guys that don't know yeah, yeah, um, rab, rab is a huge pizza guy he he loves pizza I like my so, pizza. And yeah. any chance he has to get a slice, he'll get one. So uh, pizza, him know. as it. Yeah, what? like, like I, I would go to like, like we go to the deli and I would, instead of getting like. Never got a sandwich. I would get three, three plain pizza. slices and and uh, and a drink. Like I just, I love pizza. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a bold, bold, move. bold move, but I respect it. It's different. <laughs> uh, it's a bold it's move. Also, their pizza was very good there. It really was. Very good. That place is great. It was Shout out to Church Street, if you guys are listening. <laughs> Church Street Deli and Pizzeria in Copac, New York. Uh, we're keeping them alive. Them. We're, we're keeping them afloat. So I feel like I feel like I feel like that we're plug. Them there, open right keep, now. That plug just there probably gave them another fifty customers. Yeah, you guys right want there. to do a quick ad read for them? You know, uh, <laughs> the you guys have local a, branding. Zucker, I feel like. Zucker, I feel like you might have like the phone number on hand. I feel like you were just like typing. Oh, I definitely have it saved as a contact in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Just treat up. If you're hungry, go get a Pontiac. Call eight one seven two four. Whatever. But um, yeah. By the way, that that place honestly like shapes out of tournament camps because I wouldn't really go on tournaments. I mean, besides hockey, because I was a hockey player. But like, I wouldn't really go on anything else. Hockey player. This kid. (laughs) This kid was a beast. Good. He was like, what's your favorite camp that you've been to through Pontiac that isn't Pontiac? Um, I really can't argue with Timberlake. I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Greylock is too. It's too paved to me. It's too. It's too pretty to me. There's something, uh, you know. But are you you like a Greylock person? Are you like a Greylock person? I I I honestly don't remember the looks of many of the camps. But yeah, Timberlake was always gross. Greylock is. I never liked Greylock. Kindering was the Greylock listeners. Greylock was. Gross. I did not like it. It was bad vibes. Wani was <laughs> all right. No, yeah, Wani, Wani was hyped though. If Wani, you went to Wani for like a tournament, they all got into it. Yeah. Wani, I wanted to go. It was similar I, to Greylock's, like, I guess, aesthetics, but it, great culture at Wani. 
I give them yeah, a lot and of kindering. Credit. They have like handball walls, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to kindering, but uh, handball clinic. Maybe we, like, yeah, maybe they we have peanut butter, it. but <laughs> yeah, and well, I, feel, I feel like they have peanut butter, but they also have. <laughs> but you have to play, you have to make, you play, play handball every single day. <laughs> you play handball, you get peanut butter. It's your award. <laughs> One one can't come without the other. No peanut butter. Yeah. No <laughs> you can't have pie without Cool Whip, man. You got you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's almost a wrap. I think we talked touched on a lot of things. Um, it was great. Like I said before, having you guys on the show, enjoyed it. It was a fantastic episode. Probably gonna be one of the yeah, better it was, ones. It was a great episode. Brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> and and Kula, by the way, I just wanted to say, I wish I was a part. Of, of Lance's life. I wish Ooh. I could have, I wish I could have uh, connected, connected with him on a deeper level. Well, actually, I don't know if it's a him. I don't really want to assume genders in 2020, but um, good for <laughs> you. It's, good uh, for you. He, she, good he, for he, you. her, it. Whatever, what, well, to whom go, it may he, concern. Lance goes by he, him, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't classify Lance as a male, but he does use he, him pronouns. How's that <laughs> for an answer? That that's a very answer, Perfect. very yeah, great answer. Body. And more, oh, what were you saying? I, I was gonna say that's <laughs> that's kind of more specific than I was hoping. So it was a great answer, but uh, yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. Well, so, uh, I, uh, I I I lost Lance I'm in the playing. bottom of the lake. Uh, shout out to, I like oh thank you. That's perfect. <laughs> Qu- quote me on that. Um, what was I gonna say? That's the episode title. Oh, uh, who is it? Was it Zach Pecon? To see the older one, Zach Pecon. Yeah. 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 He threw Lance in the lake. Just quick shout out to Zach Pecon. Not not gonna speak to him for a couple more years. But uh l- looking forward to the day where I reunite with him. Oh, that's beautiful. Front and, center. <laughs> and Zuck, thanks for all the good stories. Uh oh, wow. great, great, great pictures. Photo. Great pictures. Brings yeah, back good story behind I always come prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely did. I did not expect this entire arsenal. I saw Zoom Flu and I was thinking that was it. And then I saw Pontiac and I was like, all right, that has to be it. And then he whipped out three pictures right away. I was like, wow. So you really blew me away with that. So I thank you. That's crazy you managed. It's crazy you managed to have that quote of me before the Zoom meeting. That's very (laughs) (laughs) must have said it before then. Wow. They're on to us. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, like I was saying before, um, yeah, great to have you guys on. You guys are obviously a huge part of camp, creating great vibes all around. Um, Rab, if you want to touch on anything else. Um, I, you, you did a really pretty good job. Yeah, it was really great having you guys. You guys are really great. We really appreciate it. Great great time, great stories. Um, yeah, great job. And maybe if it, later, later in the show, we're going to keep it going. We can have you guys on again. Oh, so totally. uh, we'll, wow. we'll keep in touch. Um, we'll let you know when it's posted, and yeah. Yeah, we're going to post it. We're going to post it soon. Awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> of course. Always a friend. Thank you. Bobby Always Gintura. a friend. Always a friend. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. All right. Wow. Day four in the book. That was great. That was That was a great – that was hilarious. That did was a great – Did you see me laughing? I was – I couldn't control myself. I, same with me. I was dying. I was, like, I, crying. I was <laughs> – the gr- they were, they, they were so funny in camp that like like specifically Kula. I mean Zucker is a comedian also, but when I would see something about Kula's face, whenever I'd see him, like when he, <laughs> when his face popped up, I already I lost it. He's 
<laughs> no, they're they're both characters. We love them both. And uh, and with and that being and said, they're both really they're really great people. Great, 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 genuine people. Also, yeah, like, really, like when we when we reached out, there was no hesitation whatsoever. They didn't like question anything. They're like we're in, we want to do it. We want to help you guys, and we want to bring joy to the camp community, especially during these times. So, big kudos to them. And uh, with that being said, as a wrap, day four, the canteen is now closed. We're closed. The canteen is now closed. So, thank you guys for listening, and we'll we'll see you in the next one.